interesting letter of the Rebbe with regards to wearing a gartel. As you know, that Hasidim wear gartels when uh, they daven. Uh, but as you know, the gartel is worn uh, after marriage. That's when we wear it in Chabad, uh, not before the marriage. So here, let's see, there's a uh, discussion over here. Uh, this is dated the 18th of other Tavshin Tezvot. And we don't see the beginning of the letter, but it's in volume 10. Uh, and what you write about uh, putting on, girding the gartel uh, during davening. So here apparently there was somebody who was a non-Chabad chosid in the beginning. And then he sort of switched to Chabad. But Chabad doesn't wear a gartel. He used to wear a gartel. So should he change his tradition? Uh, and he was, um, you know, maybe he didn't want to stand out and, uh, you know, be different. Especially, let's say, if you're talking about a student in the yeshiva who wants to change his tradition to the Chabad like all the other students in the yeshiva. So he's asking the Rebbe, should he, uh, what should he do about the cartel for Dabnik? So the Rebbe says like this, although that the Hasidim, Anash, the Lubavitch people, only do so after marriage. But since you already... There's a question mark over here. You already uh, conducted for whatever reason. So apparently this guy maybe was not, was a Lubavitcher. And why would you, in other words, the Rebbe sort of, if the question mark is from the Rebbe, why would you even have that tradition? But you already have this tradition for Whatever reason, there is also this something missing here. There's sort of missing the word tam. I mean, for some reason, for whatever reason. That's what pretty much that is missing, like a word in there. Uh, till now. So it doesn't seem, if he was a not Lubavitcher that turned Lubavitch, so there would not be a question, why did he do it till now? Because the Rebbe is sort of uh, wondering why did you do that minute? But still, he's asking what you should do now. So the Rebbe says, if you did so, I need to look into why should you uh, take away this custom? Why should you mevatel? Why should you stop this tradition? So the Rebbe says, well, even though it's, you have to do it in a way, it's, it, it seems like you have to do it because you don't want to stand out. Uh, maybe you don't want to uh, it should stick out, especially you're going to be different than the rest of the Hasidim, you know, that all of a sudden you're wearing a gartel and you're not married and you're wearing a gartel. Uh, so the Rebbe says, why don't you put this gartel under your upper garment and so nobody will see. So you don't, you don't want to be different and you don't want it to stand out. You don't want to sound more religious, different, or you want to be different than everybody. So the Rebbe advises him to put it under his upper garment so you don't have to see it. Especially, uh, and the Rebbe says, 
Another thing is, if a person had a good tradition, so in other words, wearing a gartel is a good tradition. It's only that the custom of Chabad is to do it, we'll, we'll see the Rebbe will discuss it later, to do it after the wedding. But he did it before the wedding. And this was a good tradition. So therefore, the Rebbe said there is something about wasting and stopping a tradition that you have done. The Rebbe says to him like this, if you already stopped your tradition in the past, so in other words, maybe he had a tradition and then he stopped it. Uh, I don't know, at the time that he's asking the Rebbe, did he already stop it? And he's asking the Rebbe that he should put it back on? But the Rebbe is saying to him, if you've already stopped it, and because this was a positive, it's a positive thing to daven with a gartel, so you must and minimally, if you're not going to wear the gartel, you must uh, get it permitted in front of three, in front of a court. In other words, when a person makes a vow, there is a way of allowing his promise. You go in front of three rabbis, and you say to them, listen, I made a mistake, I made a, a vow, this is true for every good custom that you did three times. You must annul. You must permit that vow. You must go to a rabbi, three rabbis, and you must say to them, oh, I didn't realize, and had I known, and they say, okay, mutalach, mutalach, that is permissible to you to annul the vow. But the Rebbe says, if you already stopped this minhag in the past, then go ahead at least and be and all. The Rebbe says, I don't see any reason for you to stop doing it. And if you don't want to stand up, put it under, underneath your garment. But if you did, you shouldn't know the vow. And now the Rebbe addresses his question, how come we only put on a gartel for davening after the marriage? So the Rebbe says, although I have not found anything very specific, clear about it, so the Rebbe said that generally the idea of putting on a gartel is called a tradition of Hasidim. This is a, it's not a law, straight. It is a minhag of Hasidim, of the righteous, to put it on as brought down at length in the Torah, in the Shulchan Aruch, in the Arachayim, Simet, Tzadik, Aleph, and Esikhelem. What does that mean? That is, the idea is, the verse says you should prepare yourself towards God, towards the God of Israel. Basically, when you go to Daven, you should prepare yourself. You should be dressed properly. You should be more... Uh, Ready, so that's why he calls this a minak uh, chasidim, and you see a similar thing is also with regards to the talis. Talis is also we put on after the chasana. Uh, why do we put on the talis? The talis 
is sort of a spreading of the mitzvah over you to bring down on you the heavenly blessed kingdom. You're bringing down Hashem's kingdom. That's sort of represented by pulling the talus over you. Uh, so the talus, the common denomin, the common thing that they're both, the gartel and the talus, both represent this tradition of the righteous to add more preparation for Hashem, and they both have the same reason, so you start them all in the same time. So whenever you put on the talus, that's when you put on the gartel. And that starts after the marriage. Uh, also, so the talus, this is, this is the reason for the tradition to put the talus and the gartel at the same time, because they both reflect the same kind of idea, reasoning to prepare before Hashem, so we do it at the same time. And the Rebbe says it's also hinted with regards to the talis and the Gemara Kedushin, Chavtesam at Beis of Adir, it's very interesting, the Gemara seems to imply that the talis is only after you get married because uh, the Gemara relates there that uh, there was this rabbi praising uh, about Rabbi Amnuna that he's a great man. He was One rabbi was praising the other it's a great rabbi. So, Rav Chizda was saying it to Rav Huna. Rav Huna said back to him, oh, okay, when this Rav Abnuna comes to visit you, uh, bring him over. So when he brought him, he saw that he wasn't wearing his cover or a talus, or this was just a, a cover. It was apparently, it was the talus. So he asked him, how come you're not wearing a talus? Uh, so he says, well, I'm not married. But he was very upset. He turned his face around. He says, don't see me until you get married. Basically, he didn't want, he figured you're old enough. You shouldn't be living without a wife. You should have, you should be married. So therefore, but the bottom line is, you see that there's a very clear association between marriage and the talus. And there's other reasons about it. So that's some of the reasons what, uh, why we put on the talus and the gartel afterwards. The Rebbe says, points out, yeah, points out further that in many places in Poland, there is a tradition to wear a gartel also before the chasana. So the Rebbe says they do. And also it's brought down a custom to wear two, two uh, gartels, two belts. And Rebbe brings the sources for that. The Rebbe brings down the various different svarim about this, and um, he also brings the Mishnah and Shabbos, which talks about uh, if you need to carry out, and you got to put on, so there's various different um, you, what, what you're allowed to wrap yourself up with. Um, um, Maybe there's sort of a hint. I'm not sure exactly how we see from that Mishnah. But in any event, the Rebbe said these are not traditions that we do amongst the Hasidim. The Rebbe brings down in a note over here in the bottom that this is also the source for the Minhag for Hasidim to put wear a yarmulke under the hat. 
Well, you can say you're wearing a hat, you have a cover already. But because here we talk about two, uh, two belts. Maybe hint from the mission over there, because yeah. it says over there that you dress everything you can dress and you wrap everything you can wrap. So there's like an addition, uh, not just dressing and not just wrapping, but whatever you can. Maybe there's sort of a hint. But the Rebbe says, just like the two belts, maybe there's also uh, uh, the yarmulke that you wear under the hat. Um, Do you think it could be... This idea that the Rebbe brings down to wear a yarmulke under the hat, he also brings down from a Talmud and Chulin, there's a hint for that. Uh, um, Over there, the Gemara is discussing about uh, what does it mean uh, when you use it for something you serve with? But anyways, the Gemara says that the the Kohen, he would have a uh, he would have a yarmulke. He had a kippah. He had a kippah. Uh, man, this kippah was made out of actually out of wool, it says over there. But you see, the, the, he also had a hat. All the Kohanim had a hat. There was also a mitznefes. That was the hat. Right. So they all had a hat, and yet there was a keeper there. So that's another sort of a hint that that was the way it was done, oh. to have a hat and a yarmulke. Bottom line is, that's the source for yarmulke. But to wear two gartels by after the chasana, like you say, maybe one over the kapata, one under the kapata, or whatever, in whatever way, doesn't seem like you just put two gartels on the same but uh, but anyways in Chabad there's no minig the Rebbe says for sure you will utilize the days of Purim that are coming up and up in a proper way and the matter is Hasidus and the connection to Hasidus is understood based on what's explained in many places in Hasidus about the idea of Purim of the miracle of Purim and how uh, the mysterious nefesh and everything else, how it's associated to Chassidus and its uh, matters of Chassidus. And the Rebbe therefore encourages him to utilize the Purim for these matters.